10 minutes, 10 days, 10 actions is brought to you by Two Summit Up. Expert sales tips and advice provided in a structured, bite-sized way for only £97. Learn how to improve your processes with 10-minute podcasts provided each day for 10 days, which you can listen to from the comfort of your own home, office, or whilst out and about. For more information, visit 2summitup.co.uk forward slash 10 actions. Hi there, Elaine Addison here, and thanks for tuning in to To Sum It Up, Pay It Forward podcast, where I have the greatest pleasure of speaking to a small business owner and hearing about their why behind their business. What have they learned along the way? They're going to share that with us too, and they also get the opportunity to pay it forward and thank someone that has helped them on their journey. So stay tuned in to hear who today's guest is going to be. Hi everyone, Elaine here. I've got another great guest with me today. We could probably talk all day and that's no exaggeration and you'll know why when uh, I introduce him and he talks more about what he does. But my guest name today is John Covey, who is a business coach himself and he's the director of Thrive. So great to have you here today with me, John. Elaine, it's wonderful to be with you. Thank you. I know we, we've been chatting already, haven't we? And, we this, and I came on your podcast, so we, we obviously, we could just literally talk sales and stuff around sales all day. All day. Uh, what, what we are going to do is we're going to find out about your journey because that's what people love to hear. Um, so yeah. I'm just going to jump right into my very first question, which is, so we've all got a, a reason why we started our business, John. So tell us what yours is. Do you know what? It's it's going to be incredibly boring because it's probably the same stock answer that most people most people say is I fell into it and I really did. Um, <laughs> I think that the the story that I often tell is you know, like you hear people who go to India to go and discover themselves and find themselves. Whereas my journey started on the back streets in Chesterfield, knocking on doors selling energy, and that's where I really discovered myself. And it was from that experience that really moved me into the business world because. It was, a, it was a concept that, that I joined, well, I joined into a business which taught you how to, how to sell, it taught you how to build a team, it taught you how to develop that team, and it taught you how to run your own business. And, and so over a period of, of time, I built a team, I trained that team, I set up my own business, and so I literally did fall into it. Um, and and I, I love everything about what that, what that gave me. It gave me everything, who I am, and more. Uh, well, you, know, you say that, a lot of people will say that they they don't really. There's loads of reasons why people start their business, and actually, I don't think I've sort of heard that one before. So you <laughs> see, you yeah, you're quite unique well, already. <laughs> okay, so because when anyone comes to us to, to invest in our services or whatever that looks like, they're obviously coming for some solutions and an outcome or something they're looking for help with. What what can people expect when they go to you? Do, do you know a lot of the time people? I think that what what I what I've always seen is, is people know that things can improve, know that things can be better, but they're not quite sure what or how it looks. So part of the coaching that I do, whether it's the business coaching or whether it's the sales and, and marketing training that I do, the, the first question I always ask them is, you know, what do you want? And, and usually the answer is always the same. It's like, I don't know. And I'm like, okay, we're gonna have our we're gonna have our work cut out here if you don't tell me what it is that you want. So I have to often flip it and say, okay, tell me what you don't want. 
Yeah. And, and, you know, we look at it from that side there. And what you tend to find or what I find is that once people start to open up and you've had that conversation, once it's flowing for 10 or 15 minutes, we start to really get under the surface and we'll find out what's important. Um, yeah. And then from that, we can look at connecting the dots and find out, you know, where are you right now? And, and one of the things that I've always said to businesses and to, and to individuals is like, like, let's find out what business you're really in. Because often the business that you think you're in is not the business that you're really in. And yeah. so it's like, like most people will talk about, you know, the benefits as opposed to the, uh, sorry, the features as opposed to the benefits. It's like, okay, yeah. well, we do this and this and this. And it's like, well, why? Like, what's the outcome of that? Let's, yeah. let's look at the actual benefits of that, not just the features. Yeah, no, I love it. I love it. And the, the truth is, though, isn't it? When we start a business, we only know what we know, don't we? And you're, you're spot on with what you say. We don't, we don't, if we knew what we were missing, we probably would have gone or gone to find it already. But, you know, yeah, so true. it's like true, someone true. asking the right questions is going to help us realize, well, actually, yeah, it is. It's that bit that I'm missing. So, yeah. I think the questions are so powerful as well. And I think that we, we, we are generally really bad at asking ourselves like bad quality questions and you know yourself like if you ask yourself a bad quality question you're going to get a bad quality answer it's yeah. just as simple as that yeah you rephrase it and ask things like like you know people like the sales game like why do i keep missing my target like why can't i just get this right why can't i close them deals why is people not answering the phone why are people like hanging up on that like you're only going to get a negative response from them kind of questions you're going to say well you're not making enough calls you're lazy mm. maybe you're not very good maybe you should change your career as opposed to actually just flipping them questions and saying you know how can i get more people to be interested in what i do how yeah. can i get more people to to, to, to pay attention to what i yeah. do yeah how, how can i get more people interested in what i do and your brain's going to come back with different solutions so well maybe you should listen a bit better or joe maybe you should shut up and actually listen to them Robert, yeah. you're just trying to sell them what you want. Yeah, well, well, we're on the same page with that one. We've we've got two ears and one mouth for a reason, haven't we? Which uh, I know that old cliche, indeed. It's so true. Uh, yeah, well, it is true. It is true. And and there's always stories, isn't there? I know you'll have a wealth of stories that you know you've made a difference to people. Is there a story that you think, oh, you know, whenever I think of that story, it always makes me feel good, for, not just for yourself, but for the person involved as well. <laughs> Do you know what? There's a, there's a wonderful story that I always tell. It's not a story that's happened to me, but I just think it's such a a breakthrough moment as far as stories go for a lot of people. And it's about the beauty of ignorance. And I think that we all strive for this information, but we're starving for wisdom. And and we're swimming with so much information around us that it's often to, it's often hard to see the wood for the trees. Mm. And so the story that I always tell, it's about a, a, a chap called Cliff Young. I don't know if you've ever come across this story at all. No, I haven't. But there's a guy, that, so, so this guy is called Cliff Young. At the time, it was around 60 years old, and he turned mm. up in Australia to do, uh, do you know, they do these ultra marathons, which is like five days, 600 mile long wow. marathons. Mm. And he, and he turned up to do the, this marathon and he, he's a farmer. So he turned up in his farming outfit. You know, he's got his galoshes on. Yeah. And, and and he turned up to register and they were saying, can we help you? And he says, I've, I've come to run the race. And they're like, are you, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, yeah. He says, you don't look like a runner. He says, well, I'm not. He says, have you ever run a marathon before? He says, no. Have you ever run an ultra marathon before? They ask. And he says, well, no. I'm like, well, this is a 600 mile five day marathon. Like, are you sure you're going to be okay? Yeah. And he says, well, you know, I've got sheep and often I'm out quite often chasing them around the field for long periods of time to try and gather them all in. So I, 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 it'll be fun. And so he registers and goes off to do this marathon. Now, Cliff Young 
has never run a marathon. He's never trained for a marathon. So he doesn't know the information that the marathon runners know. And so what a lot of these ultra marathon runners actually do is they run for 16 hours, eat and sleep for the rest, and get up and run for the next 16 hours the day after. And they do that for five days. Well, Cliff Young didn't know this information, so he just kept on running straight for five days flat and broke the world record by 18 hours. <laughs> wow. And, and, and what a story. And he didn't even, he wasn't even aware that there was a, uh, I think it was a £10,000 prize pot for the winner as well, which he wasn't even aware of. So he gave it away to the people that came in second and third place. Good grief. And this was a guy who was popping 60 at the time you know so what I love about that story so much is the innocence behind it you know when you don't have Mm. nothing but blind faith to to move towards things I think that you can achieve amazing things and and while this this body this mind this this the thing that we operate in is an incredible thing it's also got a lot of limitations that we put on it and the body is capable of so much more than we give it credit for. The mind will always fail before the body does. Yeah, no, fantastic story. Do you think we we are more wired than ever and not in a good way, you know, with these preconceived ideas and expectations which are all around us, aren't they? It's it's like these limiting beliefs that are out there that we somebody else said, oh, you don't want to be doing that because of that. I remember actually you did a random story years ago. It was... Um, whatever numbers we were using at the time and it was like you, you know ring 10 people and you know the likelihood two of those will say yes and this person got it the wrong way around ring ring 10 people and the likelihood eight would say yes and two wouldn't and in their mind they went off doing it that way and you know they they were not far off their eight because they believed right. they needed to get eight because that eight yeah. was the was the number, so you're you're so right there in what you're saying. It's, it's we do limit ourselves, a, don't we? Um, there's a there's a fantastic video that I've got on my Facebook page, um, and I, you I think it was pinned to the top actually. I, I'd have to double check. I've not seen it for a while actually, but it's it's out of a film. I have no idea what the film is. I've never seen the film. I've just seen this sketch, mm. and it's about it's an American rugby team, like uh, like a school American rugby team. And they've got the main, the main jock who's having a lot of doubt and, and you know, he's really doubting himself. And he doesn't realise how influential he is to the entire team. And what the coach does is they do these bear crawls you know, across the field with yeah. someone in the back. So the guy's struck on and he's doing these bear crawls and he can't make it to the halfway line. And, and he's really down and he's really depressed and really kind of beat. And the, the coach is saying, listen, whatever you're like this, you're bringing the entire team down with us. Like, they can't win if you don't win. So he says, I'm going to blindfold you. I want you to do the bear crawl again, but I want to do. I want you to do it blindfolded. So he mm. blindfolds him. Same person on his back. He's on all fours, bear crawling. And now he can't see where he's going. But the coach is on the floor with him, dr- dr- driving him on. Yeah. Like, One more. Keep on going. Push. You got this. Don't stop. Don't quit. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. And, and he's screaming. The kid's screaming. He's like, I can't. I, I, I can't do it. And he's like, you can. Keep going. Keep going. And then yeah. when he finally collapses, he's actually all the way at the end. He's made, he's made it to the actual touchline at the other end. And yeah. the entire team's just like on fire. Yeah. He's just so excited. And I just think that we need to surround ourselves in more environments like that that make us feel jacked and excited to, to perform. 
Yeah. And this is amazing, isn't it? How supportive all the people are of, of you. It's so, sometimes we, we, we yeah. take too much on ourselves. And actually, there's, there's loads of cheerleaders around who are more than happy to it support is. you, aren't they? And help you on your journey. Oh, God. Mm. I know. I tell you, we could, we could go on about all this all day, couldn't we? But I'm going to go on to the next <laughs> question. Um, yeah, so sure. when we start a business, John, my word, we wear so many hats, don't we? Some are comfortable, some aren't. Which are the bits of your business or, or running a business that you think, yeah, not for me that bit? Do, do you know, I think that it's a really good question. And I think that for, for the more, the easiest way to answer it is that we tend to do the things that we enjoy not the things that's actually going to produce revenue for the business. Because at the end of the day, a lot of people that go into business for themselves don't, that, the, the amount of people that I hear saying, John, I ain't a salesperson. I've not gone into business to be a salesperson. <laughs> and it's like, I have to educate them and say, listen, you are a salesperson. Everything that you do is about selling to something or somebody. And even mm. your wife or your husband or your partner, whatever it is, you sold them on the idea that you're the best match. <laughs> and, and so the, the, the hardest thing that we've got to try and convince people to do is fall in love with the sales process. Mm. And I genuinely think that the reason so many people dislike selling is because of the, the, what they've seen on films. They see the, you know, mm. the, the snake oil guy. Yeah. It's, it's the, 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 the swindler, the hustler, the people yeah. that's conning people. And they assume that sales is about doing something to people rather than doing something with them. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and so the, I think that a lot of people in business, they, they will they will try and do everything, but oh, I'm not a sales kind of person. You know, I don't want to sell anybody that doesn't want anything because they've got the concept of selling all that. Yeah, no, so I, I agree. It. I agree. So what's your thing? What do you hate doing? Which bit? Admin. Admin. <laughs> anything administrative. Oh, God, I hate admin. Admin is just... Uh, the worst for me and and anything that's really analytical you know and I think that it's something that I have to push myself because I'm a I don't know if you're into personality types and like yes. profiles and things like that as well but but I'm a red personality you know I'm fast I'm high energy you can probably tell anyone listening can probably tell you know, just <laughs> listen to me speak I'm high energy I'm fast I'm a go-getter I want to make things happen I have to really like slow down and, and, and give myself time and say about okay cool what does this mean like let's really analyze the information and i find that like really challenging to do so where i can outsource i'll outsource as much as administration and strategy yeah. as possible yeah yeah good that's, that's a good honest answer there so what about it leads me into the next question quite well really so giving one piece of advice to someone starting a business now or what would that be learn to sell <laughs> <laughs> well yeah <laughs> learn, learn sales learn sales. like like do, do you know funny enough like one of the things that i I've said for a long time is that anybody serious about going into business for themselves probably should go and spend two years knocking on doors because it will give you everything that you need to be successful in business. Mm. It'll give you the work ethic. It'll give you the thick skin to be able to accept the rejections to, mm. you know, remove yourself from feeling like it's a personal attack to the fact that it's just a, it's a process. It'll give you everything that you ever need to know to, 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 to move forward, not just in your business, actually, but in, in your life, Do you know, mm. life, life's rejections. And I think that, one of the things that I often say to people all the time is there's a name for salespeople that don't like rejections. And that name is bad salespeople. <laughs> if you can't take a rejection, you ain't yeah. going to cut it as a salesperson, unfortunately. So you've got to learn to, mm. to, to find solace in the nose. Yeah. And, you know, the truth is, isn't it, that when we're running our own business, if, we, if we're talking to the, the right people that we can help with the outcomes they're looking for, then there should be less 
inverted commas rejection, shouldn't there? Because if you, it's it's the, the hard bit is is when we're trying to sell something to some to a hundred people, and actually only two of them would even be remotely interested. It's it's we can make the job easy for ourselves, can't we? If we if we focus in the right places along the right people, yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, yeah. again, I talked about like the first question I often ask clients is, "What do you want?" Like, not too many questions after that usually comes in terms of, you know, like who's your who's your like who's your ideal client profile? Like, who's your, yeah. who's your persona? Like, what's the buyer persona? What's the pain? What's the challenges? What's the goals? Because we we know through psychology that people don't buy what they need; people buy what they want. Yeah. And 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 you know, we all need a lot of stuff, and we probably need to maybe not have a coffee in the morning. And we probably, you know, need to go to the gym more than once in a blue moon. But until we actually want to do it, we don't find the desire and the motivation to take action and, and, and move towards it. So we've got to sell people yeah. what it is that they want and then educate them on the things that they need. Yeah. Yeah. No, another good answer. So, yeah, that was um, that was a, an obvious one there is, is learn to sell, isn't it? Whatever that looks like for you, definitely. So what about a business book or podcast that you listen to? I know you do your own podcast as well, um, sure. which I've been on, which sure. was great. So what sort yeah. of books do you read business books wise if any or podcasts do you listen to yeah yeah i'm i'm, I'm, I'm a big i'm a big sponge i, I like to absorb mm. um as much information as possible and and i think there's a, there's a lot of really good books out there i think there's a lot of really good information out there and i think that the, the most important thing is to execute on it and, and and one of the things that i i see so many people and you probably see this yourself elaine is that the, the, the amount of people who you ask them about the book and they'll say yeah i've read that one and you ask them about the book and they'll say, oh, yeah, I've read that one as well. And it's like, okay, what did you apply from that? And they're like, well, nothing. And it's like, okay, well, why are you reading it? Like, I, I, <laughs> I'd rather stop halfway through a book, apply what I've learned and never finish the book if, I, if it gives me the value. Yeah. Um, I mean, to answer your question, one of the books that I think is a really incredible book is called Productivity Ninja. Right. Yeah. So it talks about how you can be more productive in your business. And there's a really great, great strategy in there for how you manage your emails to keep it at inbox zero. Right. And, yeah. and so like my inbox always sits at zero. There's never anything at the end of the week in my inbox. It's always at zero. And it's a strategy that I learned from Productivity Ninja. It's a fantastic hack that, yeah. that just simplifies how you manage your email. It's really, really good. Um, in terms I think that's of a like, great one, by the way. Sorry to interrupt. I think that's a really good one, you know, because it. I, I say that's, it's never been, uh, never come up before, but I would put money on. It's a big challenge for a lot of people, uh, their emails and keeping on top of them oh, yeah. and getting them organized and file, you know, filing it all. And, uh, and what do you know, what do you keep, what do you not keep? I think it's a really good, good thing. So, um, yeah, I, I like that one. Mm. It's, it, I tell you what, as well, when you, when you delete the bulk of emails, that you've had, like you've used you've used your inbox as an archive for such a long time, and when you finally press the delete button, it, it's very very, you know, fulfilling when yes. you see them all deleted <laughs> and gone. And and, and the, one of the messages it says from this book is that, listen, like if you delete every single email that you've got, if it's important, you can always get it back because someone yeah. has got that information to send you again. And if they haven't, then it's not that important to start with. Yeah. Yeah, good point. So, so we, we we don't have to worry too much about that. But that's a really good book. Um, yeah. Book is one called Influence, right? Which is which is a it's quite an old book now. And I'll tell you the author. In fact, I've just been listening to it again this morning. I've I think I've read this book now about oh, it must be a dozen times or so. 
but it's, it's, it's called Influence, the Psychology of Persuasion by Robert B. Cialdini. I don't know how you pronounce his surname. All right. Um, Caldini. It might be Caldini. I forget how it is, but it's a psychology yeah. of persuasion called Influence. The research that's gone into this book and the statistics that go with this is a seller's dream. Yeah. It's such an incredible book. Ah. Um, and then the last one that I'd, I'd say that's been a really kind of profound book for me was The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've seen that one a few times, yeah. <laughs> um, by Mark, Mark Manson, I think he's called, the author on that one. And, and that's such a great book as well. It's like such a, I think for me, the thing that I took from that book is, is again, it talks about like coming to terms that you're going to die. Right. And, 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 and I think that it, we are sounding a morbid topic. I think that we all know that it's going to happen. But I don't think we've actually really faced the the, the, the kind of reality that it's going to happen. And yeah. I think that that once you do, it's like, oh my god, I feel uns- like like you feel it unstoppable, knowing that like this life that we have eventually is going to come to an end, and we don't know when. We don't no. know when it's going to happen. So knowing that should be enough for you to drive through any wall, to ask any question, to push forward in your life because nothing can hurt you more than that. Yeah, that's a good one as well. Good uh, point to share there, definitely. Very profound here, John, I have to say. All some really good stuff here. <laughs> Thought-provoking. So we're heading to the last question now. So it's it's your opportunity now to pay it forward and thank someone who's helped you on your journey. So who are they and how did they help you? Oh, that's a really great question as well. Um, I mean, the the... the the thing that comes to mind is, and I don't know if this is some, I'm sure it probably is the same for yourself, but you know, I, I work with such a, a variety and diverse like audience. Like the, the mm-hmm. clients that I work with so like vary from, you know, financial advisors that's at the top of the game looking after billions of dollars of, of assets or pounds in, in the UK of assets under management to magicians. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's such mm-hmm. a re- like and 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 I learn probably just as much from them is what they learned from me. So I'm really grateful for every single person, client, company that I work with because I probably learned just as much from them as they learned from me. And I think that that's a really humble place to be is, is that I mm. go into there. And I think that when you have them breakthrough moments with them, often they can cause these breakthrough moments with yourself as well. Yeah. And, mm. and, and so that's that's really, really empowering. Um, and, and then I suppose the, 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 the other person really is... <sighs> It's a really good question. And I think that although I don't know this person, I've never met the person, the influence that they've had over my life throughout my life has, has been profound as well, which is what we just mentioned off screen was Bob mm, Proctor. Yeah. So so I've been a, a, a probably a lifelong student of Bob. Um, so I've studied his material. I've done a lot of his training courses. I've, I've really kind of submerged myself in a lot of his material. And, and I think that it, it really does open your eyes up to how we as individuals are seeking validation and mm. approval from the things that's on the outside when actually we need to win from within first. And once we really learn to win from within, that's when we really win at life. Yeah. Now I, I really, uh, with you on that one, definitely. So Bob Proctor would be your shout out and someone who's definitely had an impact on your life. So, and, and a lot of people will have heard of him. I know. So that's a brilliant, yeah, I'm sure they will. Brilliant shout out there. So we are at the end of the show. 
So obviously now people are going to be sitting there thinking, well, he's an interesting guy. Um, how do I get in touch with him? So where where will they find you? What platforms are you on? Um, I mean, yeah, the obvious choices are obviously on social media. So I'm, I'm pretty much going to presence on all of them. So Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, uh, Pinterest. There's a TikTok account somewhere on there as well. And a Snapchat account <laughs> and a Clubhouse account. And, and you know, there's all these places. So if you just put John Covey, John is without the H, just J-O-N. Yeah. Um, on any social channel, there's there's going to be something happening for me there. Yeah. Um, failing that, the website, you're going to johncovey.com. Again, without the H, just J-O-N, John Covey, C-O-V-E-Y.com. Or you can go to the Thrive website, which is uh, mm-hmm. learnwiththrive.com. And yeah. there's loads of different content on both websites that, that might be able to help people and, and, and you know, go and use that to, to increase the sales, better their life and yeah. have more fun. Absolutely. Well, John, it's been a, been a pleasure talking to you on and off screen because, uh, as you know, we've got a lot of synergy going on here in what we uh, what we talk about. Um, and the links for all your social media will be in the episode notes as well. So people will be able to find it there. Absolutely. So thanks for joining me today. Elaine, it's been wonderful. I hope everybody gets as much value as I've probably just got out of speaking to each other as well. So I hope that's really good for everybody. Thank you for your time. It's been absolutely wonderful. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure. You've been listening to Elaine Atherton. I hope you've enjoyed the show. And if you'd like to hear more small business owners talk about their business, why they started it and their learnings along the way, then you can subscribe to the shows via all the major podcast platforms to, to sum it up, pay it forward. My passion is supporting small business owners. I've created a free 10-minute audio book called Seven Things Accidental Salespeople Need to Know. To receive a copy of this book, just head to my website on www.tosummitup.com. 10 Minutes, 10 Days, 10 Actions is brought to you by Two Summit Up. sales tips and advice provided in a structured bite-sized way for only £97. Learn how to improve your processes with 10-minute podcasts provided each day for 10 days which you can listen to from the comfort of your own home, office or whilst out and about. For more information visit twosummitup.co.uk forward slash 10 actions.